Welcome, everyone, to the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast, a podcast crafted to bring like-minded individuals together to form a community of high-value people where we all grow in all walks of life. I'm your host, Isaac, and whether it's a solo session or bringing on a special guest, I appreciate your time, and let's get right into today's episode. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast. Today I have a special episode because not only do I have a special guest, but I also have a special partnership to announce. In the past and currently, I've worked with a nonprofit organization known as NCCJ, a human relations, diversity, and inclusion organization that's helped people in the triad home located in North Carolina for the last 80 years. They bring people together, convening conversations and building bridges of understanding and respect among all cultures, races, and religions to this idea to build compassionate and just communities that are free of bias, bigotry, and racism. On part of the speaker and myself, we are just grateful for the partnership and bringing you this episode, and you can learn more about NCCJ by going to their website of nccjtriad.org. Now on to the episode. This guest speaker is someone that motivated me a few years back when I attended a isolated event where I really got to learn about myself, learn about community, and... I was able to learn through difficult conversations, through conversations with my peers and with myself. And when I thought of the idea of bringing this guest on, it was the reason that sometimes there's people out there who are walking in their purpose, who are pursuing what is meaningful to them, and you never come across them. But then there's sometimes that you do because of special opportunities, because sometimes the stars align. And when you hear these stories and when you hear the message that they deliver, There's one thing that's consistent about all these people is that their passion drives their work. You see their smile, you see how they portray themselves, you see how they speak. And one thing that's super admirable is the passion that they exude because at the end of the day, they're there to help people. They're there to share their story, not because they think their story offers more value than someone else's, but because their story can help you realize that we are all our heroes of our own story. So without further ado, let me please introduce to you Ivy G. Ivy G, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's an honor and a, I guess you can say a privilege, right? Because we learn about those things, um, to be in the space, to be able to give my voice value. So thank you for that, Isaac. No, absolutely. So to start off this conversation, why don't we just do a quick, you know, synopsis, elevator pitch of who you are and what you do? Awesome. Well, I am a passionate hospitality consultant. I motivate hospital behavior in the workplace. I do everything from nonverbal training to verbal training um, around the appropriate behavior. Um, we are all walking billboards for ourselves, and sometimes we tend to get in our own way because we're human. So I'm sort of like that friendly reminder and the nice way to say, hey, you signed up for this, and let me remind you of the fine print. Um, I've also taken a passion for... Um, making sure people are visible and that individuals are seen for who they are and that they are able to identify how they choose. So I teach sexual orientation and gender identity um, within a couple of organizations, and I, I, I take pride in doing that. I make sure that people understand that because you know someone's gender identity, that means nothing about their sexual orientation. And because gender expression can go in so many ways, you better make sure that you respect people for who, how they see themselves and not what you think or assume you see. 
Great. Thank you. So to start off this conversation, why don't we start on that lens of respect? You know, how do you show that mutual respect? How do you, you know, try to live in a way that, you know, you live in your own manners and you respect the manners of how other lives um, in their lives? Well, I, I think that I live in that world of I have to uh, control me and I have to be unbothered by the things that I cannot control. I think that sometimes when people aren't aware of how they come across, I take the approach of making sure that I raise awareness. Um, and that can be a difficult thing, especially when someone's intentions don't match the perception, right? Um, if someone's intending to be a good person, but you perceive them not to be, um, it, it takes a, a bit of, um, gosh, patience, and, 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 and consistency to ensure that, number one, I don't just go left with you if you're going left, right? Let's figure out how we can get um, to some common ground and some understanding. So um, I, I, I try to make sure that I stay as, as humble and as calm as possible because I know that I can only control me. Yeah, no, I think that's really important. And I'm a portrayer of the Stoic philosophy, which has that big idea that you can only control, you know, your actions, your thoughts, your opinions, and you can't control what's on the outside. And I feel like that's an important part to understand because when you're in the business and everyone should be in the business or look to be in the business of understanding others and seeing where they come from, you have to be able to be patient. You have to be able to realize that not everyone thinks the way you do, and most often than not, they may think completely different than you do. And you have to be patient and sometimes understand maybe why they think that way. Because once you better understand others, not only does it help you better understand yourself, but you can kind of better organize situations and deal in a manner that's more appropriate for both parties. And so transitioning for you, what's that like to learn to be patient or how has that experience been for you with others? Oh, well, I've, 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 I've seen and, and, and am living proof of what happens when you lose your patience, right? Because we're human. Um, and, and I think that when we lose our, our joystick, that's what I like to call it, because, you know, we control ourselves and we're in control of our actions, how we react to others, um, that when we lose that joystick and control of ourselves, I, I, I've been that person, so I know where that gets me, and, and I'm a constant reminder of where I want to be, and I know what behavior needs to get me to where I want to be. Right. And I think that's important, too. We have to sometimes realize we are human. We are going to make mistakes, and there's going to be times where we might go against our better judgment. And at the end of the day, it's okay to make those mistakes. You know, you just have to ask yourself, you know, how can I learn from those mistakes? Because as regretful as we might be in sometimes in the moment we have to understand that those mistakes can help shape us into who we become and they can be a stepping stone and a learning block for our near future and for our betterment of who we are um so in your hey, opinion like how's to, the best I'd way like to, to learn oh, go ahead. i'd like to add isaac before we before we uh jump off of that that um and, and not only do we have to take that as a learning opportunity but we have to take that as a moment to own right a moment to own our unintentional mistakes because if we don't take the moment to own it, we then, as humans, try to place blame on, well, why did it happen this way? Well, if this would have happened or if this could have happened or if I would have, instead of just saying, you know what, this is what it is. 
and I can't change it. I need to own it and make sure the next time that I'm in this situation or if I find myself in this predicament that I'm willing to make a better decision than I did before, right? And not try to place blame on anyone else. That's great. And that was pretty much where I was going to. Accountability is oh, key. Sorry about that. So, no, that's absolutely fine. That's actually welcome. That's what I want to facilitate here. And that's a good point. You know, accountability is incredibly important. That's self-accountability. Mm -hmm. um, is key because you have to be able to take responsibility for your own life because you can't begin to grow if you're not accepting a starting point, if you're not accepting a place to grow from because you're not really telling yourself the truth and you're escaping from it. Come on, talk to me. I hear you. I like it. I like it a lot. No, I, I, I think that I uh, use that as, as, as something that helps me when I'm creating my craft, right? And, and that's being just vulnerable with who I am and how I got to where I've um, I've arrived, right? Not where I am, just where I arrived right now because I know I got other places to be and on the elevation, right? But um, when I think about uh, younger me and younger me having to take ownership to the unintentional mistake, and I have to say the reason why I'm not living my dream, right? That's that's a hard pill to swallow. Um, and for a very, very long time, I think that from the age of 18 possibly to about 22 or 23, 24, cusp of maybe even 25, trying to figure out and point blame on who could have been at fault for me not being able to control my attitude, right? So um, I think that until I was able to take ownership and say it was me and not anybody else, I wasn't able to grow. Like you said, I wasn't able to, 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 to get out of that place of trying to place blame on someone else instead of just saying, you know what, I'm human. I'm built to make mistakes Let's let's write this one down, right? Let's own it. Let's 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 dock the whatever points you got or, or however you need to deal with it. Deal with it, but at least own it. Like take those words of ownership because once you own it, that means something. That's like the fertilizer, right? The fertilizer for the growth that's about to come. The ownership. No, I think that's incredibly important because you have to understand, again, like I was saying, you need a starting point and you need mm -hmm. to know where you are. And there's a there's a consequence of not holding yourself accountable on that standard. There's a consequence where you don't know where you are. And what comes from that is you don't you're not able to start. You can't start a race if you don't know what place you're already in. You can't start to move forward or even to learn from the past because you don't know where you fit in that timeline. And again, like you said, there was times where you grew and, or and you're still growing and you're still going to different places. And that takes a level of self-recognition. That takes a level of accountability. Like, hey, I'm not where I was. I'm not yet where I want to be. But I understand that I've gotten myself here by the mistakes, the lessons, but also the challenges that I pushed myself through, the character that I've developed going through these experiences. Right. So take pride in the things that you've done well and take accountability and truth for the things that you haven't done as well. And use it to propel yourself because at the end of the day, it's not about judging yourself. It's about learning who you are and what makes you into the person that you are today. I love that. I love that so much. That that that's like 
the 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 love language, right? Like that yeah. that gets the energy, the joy um from me because yes, learning and and and, and growing and 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 being more self-aware is something that's um uh uh valuable. It, it, it it's something that has uh it, it, it's something that allows me, as you said, to, to, to celebrate, right? And I don't even think that I do that enough for myself, celebrate um, where I am because I'm always thinking of where I want to go. And, and, and that can be a, a, a challenging thing as well when you're talking about, um, gosh, just self-awareness, self um precedence like 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 as you try to pour into individuals and, and and help them understand um just being able to celebrate is something that's super duper important yeah that's what i tend to find in people that are really kind of pursuing of their purpose and pursuing something very meaningful is that it's it's hard sometimes because you don't celebrate enough you sometimes you're really just focused on the next thing and you know that's kind of how we're wired sometimes you know it's like okay what's next i could have done this better this opportunity okay i need to plan this thing out and you're always looking you know to climb the next level of the mountain and you sometimes forget where you've where you've climbed i think every single time that i've brought on a guest or i've talked to someone i'm always i always make sure like the starting out i'm like listen the work you do incredible like you got to understand that because i know personally like sometimes if I were to look at myself where I am now from a perspective of maybe three years ago, a person three years ago looking at me now, I'm like, wow, that's great. But then, you know, looking back, I'm like, nope, it's not enough. I got more. I need more. And it's key to like, it's key to know that that's a wiring if you have that. And it's also key to understand like there's, there's a part for ambition. There's a part for drive. There's a part of moving forward. You can't live in the past, but there's also a part to understand that, there's pride to be had and recognition to be had in what you already accomplished in either the self-recognition, the self-acceptance, understanding where you are and understanding that you want to be in a better place than you are today, tomorrow. Yeah, being able to be in the moment sometimes. Yeah. Being in the moment's huge. There's a, I don't know if you read the book, it's called The Power of Now. Nah, I don't think that I've read it. Okay, that one is, I think, one of the more interesting books that I've read recently because just the way it brought certain ideas to face kind of shifted a lot of things for me. So it talks the big, big part of like the present moment because it talks about this idea, like the future doesn't exist yet, right? Like we know it's there, but the future hasn't yet happened. Nothing, nothing's finite or nothing's defined there. And in the past, it's not necessarily, it's not a reality anymore. It's more of a lesson in a, in a collage of experiences, of mistakes, of character, of all these things that we've learned, it's a collage of that, but it's not necessarily a reality. So the only true thing you have right now is that present moment, this idea that you can choose to be in that present moment or be in two different areas that don't exist in the current moment. And so when it talks about that, it talks about this idea that you can be fully in tune with yourself and listen to yourself and understand yourself and understand, you know, the importance of where you are and the importance that it plays in the journey. Because a lot of times people, when they're not in love with the process or with the journey and they're too caught up in what hasn't yet happened Mm -hmm. or they're too caught up in what has already happened, they fail to miss out on the moments and they fail or or they fail to to make the most of the moments and they fail to appreciate what it is 
to be in the position that they are today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and 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 I'm human. I'm human. I'm owning. Look, owning that I have found myself there several times, yet have um, definitely been in the moment and been put in the position, right? Because sometimes when you are that hard worker, that, that, that ambitious hard worker, some of the blessings come before you because then people start saying, hey, send me a bio, right? Or send me your resume. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then you have to really stop, be in that moment and update the things that you've done because you've done so much and you haven't had the opportunity to 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 slow down, right? So 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 I've been in the process of um, slowing down and celebrating, and, and 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 saying, "Gosh, you've you've done a lot," yet making sure that I'm not naive to the fact that there isn't more work. Like you said, I'm wired that way, right? But maybe instead of a full day celebration, at least I'm recognizing I need to celebrate in the day, okay? <laughs> no, I think what people just have to understand is that it's going to be different for everyone, right? It's going to be, the way they approach it is going to be so different. And I think the important thing to understand is that there's any, any choice that you make, there's consequences. And you decide if those are good or bad consequences. And, you know, there's always sacrifices to be had. There's sacrifices to say, you know, maybe I would rather enjoy a little more of today, enjoy what I've accomplished, and keep moving forward and find a little bit of a balance. Maybe my performance suffers maybe 7%, but for me, that's worth it. For me, that's invigorating. For me, I feel like I'm living a better life because of that. And then for others, they might sacrifice a whole lot more. And then that's their choice. That's their consequence. Like with hyperachievers, sometimes... Like, especially in career-wise, they might spend 80, 100 hours a week working and sacrifice sometimes their physical health, sacrifice family time, right? And it's, to them, it's a consequence that what they're doing is more positive than what it's outweighing. But for others, it isn't. So you really, that's where the self-awareness always comes back in. You have to see what consequence outweighs the other consequence. What do you prioritize? It's all about that priority and what you truly value. Well, I value self, and I've had to go through a lot to understand that value of self. You know, choosing me uh, before others, um, sometimes especially being a person who comes from a background of service and being of genuine service, you tend to give of yourself more than um, you receive, right? And sometimes people take, let me stop. Sometimes you give of yourself more because people know you won't say no and it's your choice to say no. And I'm learning how to say no to protect me because I've usually been the yes, yes, yes and not realizing what value does it have for me, right? What consequences, as you mentioned before, right, Isaac, um, is this going to have on my life? Yet it's still a struggle, it's a struggle because I'm I, I I'm now a self-employed individual who needs to say no sometimes, but always still because I'm of service and being of genuine service, anticipating needs, making people feel good, um, positive energy, right? And I've learned that I can positively say no. And just be so polite about it. Just know, right? And that is just like not me being mean, but this is me saying, hey, this is for my safety. 
No, I think no is a very powerful word that's important because it really sets a boundary that isn't disrespectful. It isn't pushing people away or saying that you don't care about them. It's just like, you know, there's some things that I just can't say yes to right now. There's a certain amount that you can take, a certain load that you can take. But furthermore, you know, that time's very valuable. And at the end of the day, if you are self-aware, you're the best one to know how to best allocate that time for you, right? You have to do what's important for you because the allocation's everything. And you can't say yes to everything because then you don't have the time to do certain things. And if you're prioritizing certain work, you know, there's going to be no to say to other things. And, and it's, I think it is interesting because when I talk to people from different kind of standpoints, you know, you have the people that are used to saying no from a, for a long time. Like they're able to do that and they're okay with doing it. And then there's people that kind of grow into that. Um, and like you said, like that's, that's something that you've learned, you know, over, you were always yes, yes, yes. And you've learned over time to start saying no, not disrespectfully, but in a polite manner because it was best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I think back to that word that you said about balance and, and, and having balance. And, and sometimes when the mind wraps around balance, it thinks, oh, my God, it has to equal and it will equal because it will make sense to you because it's simply your balance and what balance means to me may not mean or equal or weigh out to what balance means to you. And we have to be mindful of that. Yeah, no, I think a key, I think to transition a little bit here, we have to understand and realize that going back to this point that not everyone thinks the same way as you. So Things are relative. Things aren't finite. There isn't a right and a wrong in everyone's mind. There isn't the truth and the false for everyone because it's relative to what you know, your perspective, and what you understand. Um, And so I want to see where your kind of experience and kind of your personal stuff with like empathy and understanding others, not to pity them, not to sympathize, but to really kind of understand from their standpoint where they're coming from. So I um, had an experience where um, I was um, intending to do what was necessary for me, but I wasn't being mindful of who else was being impacted. So I immediately wanted to go to what my intentions were instead of accepting the impact making sure that I could digest the impact because no matter what my intentions are and I intend with my whole heart to be a good person, no matter what I do. And sometimes because those intentions are, and and I'm going to tell you, it was, it, it, it is as simple as the alarm clock. I am on 3,000 once I'm up, but it's hard to get up, okay? So um, um, if, if, if it's a morning that I have to get up early, I need to wake myself up a couple of times. And that's not cool if you're not the only person in the room. Like, why does everybody have to wake up six times, Ivy, when your intention is just to wake you up? Because you need that. Be mindful. Well, you just... And, and, and that's the human part of us, right? Because we always want to um, go to what the intentions are. 
right? As a person who's a motivator, a positive energy person, and sometimes people definitely find that annoying. <laughs> Let's just be real, right? You're happy all the time. That's annoying. Um, I don't try to force, or at least my intentions are not to force that energy on anyone. It's to make have their minds wrap around what's going to work for them in the most positive way and let me share with you some of the things that have worked for me, right? Um, for example, I, I talk about, um, I, I have set, set days that I focus on certain things, right? Um, magic on Mondays. And instead of me saying, this is what magic is, it, I, I think I give and deliver that message that your magic is your magic. My magic is my magic, right? And I found my magic. You figure out what your magic is and bring that magic all day, every day. But we focus on it on Monday because Mondays are the magic Monday. I believe in myself. I believe, I believe, and I tell myself that often. Now, I tell people that because it works for me. And I share, like I said, to tell them, find out what your magic is. Stay in your magic. Believe in your magic. Life is tricky. There are going to be things and obstacles that's going to come. But stay in your magic. But I don't want to force or tell anybody, this is how you make magic. This is what magic is. And the only way that you can make magic is if you do it this way. Yeah, I think... There's definitely a conversation to be had about just the fact that, you know, there's one thing of understanding and there's the intentions that you also have because sometimes your intentions aren't to offend or to disrupt others, but sometimes that does happen. And sometimes, you know, it can cause conflict and you have to know that that's kind of a byproduct of some of the decisions you make. And back to that second or that last point that you were talking about, yeah, you do have your own magic, you have your own systems, you have your own ways of expressing yourself. And that's the part that you always have to focus on. That's the part that you have to exemplify, the part that you have to embody because that's where you deliver the most value to the world because no one else delivers that magic like you deliver your own magic. You don't, no one else tells your story like you tell your story. And so, you know, that's where it's important to work from within. You got to start, like, start with why. Start with what drives you, what gets you up in the morning. What is it? What is the values that you want to portray? Because again, that's how you impact others. That's how you leave your mark on others. Because once you understand what you want to be and who you are and how you want to do it, that's when you can begin to express it to others. And that's when they can either, maybe they appreciate you or maybe they don't, but you're being authentic to yourself. And authenticity to the self will make everything more worth it. Because it won't take away maybe the reactions of others, but to you, you'll know that you are living as you need to live to be the person that you want to be. And as you say, you know, you want to be a good person. At the end of the day, that's who you are. You want to be good for yourself and for others. And so maybe I don't agree with the decision you make, or maybe someone else thinks your decision was a bad call, but you're willing to accept, hey, these, these are, the decisions are my hands, and I think mm -hmm. I'm doing what's best, and I'm okay with living with the consequence of maybe not everyone agreeing, but at the end of the day, I think this is what's best for me and for others. Yeah. I like that a lot. Gosh, so, we talk about 
we talked about a lot, and I love it. Um, you said conflict, and I think that um, it immediately rang into my mind because I just had such a amazing talk with an amazing group around conflict. And um, sometimes when people hear that word, they think that that has to be a, a negative thing, right? Or that that's uh, not a, a way of life. Or I hate conflict. I'm non-confrontational, all this other stuff. And it's like, how do you handle conflict? And, 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 and making sure that you can stay on that positive side of it so therefore your opinion can be that valued and it's just your opinion yeah that's no it is interesting and i feel like you know there isn't again like there isn't a right or wrong it's just depending on how you how you see fit to deal with it like for me i don't mind confrontation i don't mind conflict like i'm like if there's a situation i deal with it right for me that's like that's a big thing and then because i'm also open to conflict and confrontation should it come and should it need to be done that's also something that i have to learn and be able to assess you know is my competitive nature getting a better of whatever i'm dealing with because again if it's a relationship or a friendship or any of this you're not it's not a battle you're not trying to win right you're not trying to negotiate and win and, and be on top on this like you have to understand that it it takes both a win-win. It takes a solution, a resolution to the conflict to move forward. It's not a business thing where one side gets part of the deal. And so for me, that's one of the things that I have to learn. And that's, again, it's an assessment. It all goes back to self-awareness. Where are your strengths and where are your weaknesses? What is the way you deal with others? If you're someone that's confrontational and likes conflict and can deal with it, are you able to be clear-headed, not let your emotions control your decision and understand and accept the kind of an empathetic vision of where other parties are standing and what certain actions could mean for the other people. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you are so speaking my language. I love it. I love it a lot. Um, yet we, we, we tend to worry more about the opinions of others, the expectations of others, the um, value of what others think of us far too often than we value our um, own opinion. Actually, I, I say that in a way of I had to learn to do the opposite, right? I had to learn to make sure that it was my expectations that I was meeting, um, that I wasn't comparing my magic to anybody else's magic because, like, that's impossible, Right. And and, and, and and my magic isn't better than anybody else's magic. Their magic is their magic and my magic is my magic. You know, my audience will be those who support my magic, those who um, believe in it. And, and I think that as an individual who is so completely in love with self, right, and, and that has come a long way. Um, that's come a long way through acceptance through experience, um, through uh, allowing my pride to be on the shelf uh, by being unbothered by the things I cannot control more often than I am not. Because <laughs> I don't want you to feel like, gosh, this, 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 this lady just never um, has a bad day because I have bad days and I do give my power away. I just am so 
aware of the feeling, the, the, the ickiness of it, the, the, the actual work that I'm having to put in to feel bad about it, um, that I'm so aware of it so quickly that I just am like, gosh, I don't like feeling that way. I got to just snap out of it. Yeah. So, no, it was just interesting that you brought up that point about kind of the opinions of others. So I like to journal in the mornings to get my day started. Um, I kind of write down some props. So one of the things I do is I like taking just quotes that I've enjoyed and I write down like a daily quote. And so one of the ones that kind of made me think of is this idea of like the, this tranquility that comes from when you kind of stop prioritizing the opinions of others or the thoughts of others or the actions of others, only what you're doing. Because it's this ultimate power in life is that you're able to be yourself in self-reliance. And people initially might see it as selfish, but what you have to understand is that if you're living in your own opinion, in your own authenticity, still listening to others, you're not ignoring them, but you're not prioritizing their opinions and valuing them over your own, then you can start to be yourself. And again, like I said, the being yourself is the greatest power you have. If you take that away from yourself, you're not going to live a life that's meaningful. And I want to bring to you this reference that I said to someone else the other day. Um, about kind of being authentic and being yourself in terms of a positive and negative life. So my analogy was that people sometimes have bad experiences, traumatic experiences that they then try to build out of through negativity, through hatred and all this, and this anger and this grief that they build up. So I called it the negativity is almost like an armor. You build a negativity and you encase yourself in an armor that locks you in. And so while it may make you strong to the outside, it may make you appear as if you're strong, you never truly accept who you are and you're not able to live through your own light. So what happens is that as you grow, this armor only holds on you longer and longer and it doesn't break and you're not able to break free unless you either have an incredible realization, you get make, meet someone that makes you realize how much negativity you've held onto. And the last one, which I said unfortunately happens to most people, is death, where they kind of see that their time's coming to a close, and they look back and they realize they held on to so much anger and hatred for so long that they failed to live in their own light. But vice versa, living through a positive light, being able to really try to embody the good things, learn and be authentic, it's almost like an inward light and it shines a whole lot smaller when you start, but all it does is expand from within. And then that becomes your image, right? This light expands from within and it spreads to others. That's why, you know, people like you who make such a big impact, you spread your positive light and you have to be authentic to spread positivity because false positivity can be seen. And if you're not being authentic, you're not showing and not helping these other people. Oh man. That is spot on. That is so spot on. Um, the acceptance of self, right? Like I told you, that, that moment that I took the ownership of the unintentional mistakes and, and every unintentional mistake that comes, you know, I, I, I tend to want to take that ownership for them so therefore I can continue to thrive and elevate in the purpose that the and, and purpose and blessing that's been given to me of authentically sharing my story right um being able to take that 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 negative and, and, and every time I even say negative it sounds so positive because I can't even say it any other way but the 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 experience and the unintentional things that 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 have happened for me 
have um, produced a stronger me yet could only come to the realization once I owned and said, I actually did that. I did do that. Yet it wasn't my intention to do that, but I did that. No, that's, yeah, for me, that's self-realizations and understanding who you are, why you do what you do, and what you're capable of as well is a huge thing. And potential's a big thing. Potential's huge because you have to understand that you're more capable of anything you could ever imagine. But, you know, you have to, again, have that accountability to find a starting point. And you have to be willing to have tough conversations with yourself, tough conversations with your peers to really understand Mm -hmm. where you're coming from and what needs to be done to get to those different days. And so for me, like something that's changed me a lot and that continues to kind of push me forward is I have this... I never want to live with regrets. So I have kind of this, this message of myself where I fear complacency, right? It doesn't matter where, what area of life it is. I always seek growth because for me, growth is what makes me happy. Growth for me is what makes me feel fulfilled and feel, um, and feel authentic. I, for me, growth and change always brings me in a better place. And for some people, it's not like that. And for some people it can be different things and you have to understand what it is that drives you, what it is that really makes you happy and feel authentic. Because again, you can't let yourself be driven astray by the opinions of others or the way society conforms to push you into a narrative. Believe and create your own narrative. Believe and create your reality. Because if you live a life that isn't authentic to yours, you'll always have a what if to think about. Yeah. And there's and, and, and for me, there's no shoulda, woulda, coulda. I have to, I must, and I am. That decisiveness is incredibly important. That You, you change, I, maybe, I, I might be able to, I'll try. Like, no, like, you will, you must, you're willing. Like, you are decisive. Take pride in your actions. You know, you're not half in, half out. You're 100% here or not. Right. And then that's where you're, you're aware. You know that there might be consequences. You know there might be things that can go wrong and you're willing to deal with them should they come. But you have to start by making a decisive action, by putting the mind and spirit in one and saying, this is what I will do. The mind is such a powerful thing. Isaac, I um, walked into a space on Saturday and I was supposed to be uh, facilitating a conversation. And um, I know um, right now everybody who has any type of sinus issues, has experienced this pollen, these sinuses, and like, who made pollen angry? Like, ah, whatever. Um, But I walked into a space on Saturday, and someone asked me, how was I feeling? And I said to them, if I keep saying, oh, my sinuses, my allergies, my sinuses, my allergies, I'm not going to be able to give you guys anything but gosh, my sinuses and allergies. So what I'm going to go ahead on and say to myself and what I'm going to start doing from this moment, because I knew I had about 30 minutes, was I'm here and I'm happy. And I know that that's easier said than done, right? I'm trying my best to 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 stop blinking because my eyes are watering. Um, my I, I'm a, I feel the tickle in my throat, the, the, the watering of my nose, like... It was just so much going on. 
Yet the mind is such a powerful thing in how we start positioning ourselves. Like if we start saying the, the right thing, right? I, I, I'm here and I'm happy made me stop thinking about my allergies and my sinuses. Now that didn't stop them from happening, but it made me stop thinking about it in a way that I was able to discuss, engage, and have, uh, and facilitate a magical conversation. And I said I went in on Saturday and I talk about making magic. And yes, I definitely pointed out to them, y'all, I'm making magic and it ain't even Monday, right? Because the mind is such a powerful thing. What we tell ourselves, what we feed ourselves, how we see ourselves, what we think of ourselves, we cannot allow the joystick to be in anybody else's hands when it comes down to our energy, our happiness, our success, our everything, because we are the creators. We are the ones who, who, who make that, who develop that, who push that energy out. And I know that we're human. So I also know that there are going to be obstacles, hurdles, things that come in the way beyond people's behaviors, people's level of acceptance, that how, how, how they validate us and how they don't validate us. So we are going to sometimes give our joystick away. So I, 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 I beg and, 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 and plead, especially with myself, because I know I'm, I'm guilty of it, to reclaim that joystick every time you give it away because you won't ever keep it. But the awareness of self, the mind being such a magical thing, you can say, oh, mind, I know that you just did it. <laughs> you just set your joystick down. You better pick that thing up before somebody else takes it, right? Because you never give anyone that much power over your life because it's yours, right? Your opinions, your values, your, your worth, right? Knowing it and knowing you're worth it, it, it is, is, is the main thing that... that, that that keeps me going, right? It, it gives me the energy to say, I am, I can, and I will. Um, and I must. That freedom of self, that freedom of self-expression, for yeah. what it does is it provides a feeling of being. And that's where the spirituality in your soul really comes into play. Because at the end of the day, the mind is the most complex and powerful tool that you have at your disposal. But you have to understand that you control your mind or you let it control you. And so if you're letting the judgments of others enter your mind, if you're letting your self-doubts enter your mind and make, make that your reality, all your reality is going to be is a comparison and judgment and a feel of that you're a failure because you're pushing that narrative, not because it's the reality that truly exists. And at the end of the day, like I've said before on the podcast, the conscious and the subconscious are different aspects and the subconscious does not differentiate from what is real and what isn't real. You define your reality. You create your own reality. So you have to ask yourself, is this reality I'm in? Is this the one I want to be in? And if the answer is no, get to work because it's time to change your life to something you may never have imagined your life to be. And that's when the magic really does happen. That's where the magic exists. The magic right. is making your own reality, making what you want to be your reality, the truth and what is real. And that's really what's going on right now for me. And that's why I can 
put my teeth out. That's why I can be so authentic. That's why I can um, be, I I guess you can say, a good vibe, a good connection. Um, Yet, having that weight of uh, having to figure out who and how I was going to show up, right? Um, Because, let's be clear, dealing with um, the obstacles and hurdles of sexual orientation, gender expression, who I am, how I am, um, how uh, unaccepted yet the level of acceptance that I have now. Um, You know, in that weary age of dealing and coming to terms, the unacceptance of who Ivy saw Ivy as may have had a heavy conflict on navigating the ship, right, that I'm, that, that I'm, I'm in control of. So, so now through lived experience, through, through love of self and not willing to give up on the, the, the value of who I am, um, I was able to, um, show up authentically in a way that got me a blessing to be validated by my family. Um, and, and, and not everyone has that blessing, right? And not everyone has that luxury. So I do understand and want to make sure that it's very clear that this positivity, this bright light, this energy comes from the validation of my family. Like I don't have to prove anything to them. And sometimes when you have nothing to prove to the people that you love and they just accept all of you, that even shines that bright light. Like, oh yeah, you 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 lit, but you on fire then, right? And 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 you're unstoppable. Like like um and that's and that's truly how I feel and how I um am am, am blessed to be able to show up. Um it it is truly a a, a, a blessing. Yet it was that determination, the tenacity, right? The willingness not to give up on myself. You know, when some people said that I couldn't or when I was being um, forced to, um, I guess you could say, fit in a place that I wasn't able to fit any longer. You know, because when we talk about growth and we talk about people growing, when you outgrow a space, um, you, you got to get out of it. Right. And, 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 and sometimes because you outgrow it faster than they are ready for, they send you out and say, well, fend for yourself. And, and, and sometimes that then puts you in a lonely state and you feel like you don't have anyone to turn on. And unless you turn yourself on, meaning turn yourself on go and say, I'm going to give everything that I got. And if I make a mistake, I'm going to take ownership to it because if I give up, I'm giving up on me. Like that mindset, I, I, I can't. I can't. I cannot give up on myself. I will not give up on myself. So I'm going to give everything that I got to make sure that I am going to um, be the best me, but for me. That's powerful. That's very powerful. Thank you for sharing that message. And I think we're going to start wrapping up here. So I'm going to say my closing, my closing takeaways, and then I'll let you take (laughs) yours away. Um, But before we do that, where can people find you at? Where are you at? 
gosh, I am on Facebook, and people are like, oh, i on Facebook. Yes, I started on Facebook. This, this, this young, vibrant thing, right, is 40. So I am an older individual, and you know that what they say about the older individuals, you can find them on Facebook. Um, I am on Instagram at I underscore B underscore IVG. Um, I have a website, www.thehospitalityg.biz. Um, that highlights a lot of my business. And a lot of people, um, and, and a lot of the things that I'm doing around the community, I highlight a lot of that on my Facebook and on my Instagram. Um, yeah, that, that's, that, that's how you can pretty much uh, catch up with me. Um, or, or any of the fantastic nonprofits that I'm engaged with. Because I think that that's how you got in contact with me, right? Right, yeah. All right, so thank you. Again, guys, show her the love. Let her know what you enjoyed, what you found great about the podcast episode, and follow the work. You know, See some of the things that they're doing. Let them inspire you. Let them give you ideas and perspective on what's going on in the world. And so my key takeaways, again, starts with you. Starts with self. Starts with awareness of who you are, why you do what you do, why you want to do what you do. And that's where you begin. You start from there. You need a starting point. You always need a starting point to make some change in your life. And the second point I'm going to talk about is, again, the mind is the most powerful tool that you have. Use it to your advantage. Let your, let your spirit and your soul and what drives you and your purpose define your reality. Don't let anyone else tell you what your reality is. Don't let anyone else put you in a situation that you don't want to be in. Understand when you've outgrown your space. Understand when you've outgrown your situation and find that situation that's best for you. Again, your magic comes from you being authentic and you defining your own reality. It comes from you accepting where you are. And maybe you're not where you want to be, but know that maybe you aren't where you started. And now that you've accepted the truth, now you get to work. Now you make that change that you really went to see in your life. And you will impact and influence so many more people when they see how your magic changed your life and how their magic can change their life. That's dope. That is so dope. I love that. Um, I have to say that I, I magic, make magic friends. Really make magic your magic. Life is tricky. Stay in your magic. Um, one of the things that I love to lift up is um, I think it's Thursday, so thankful Thursday right? Having an attitude full of gratitude. Isaac, I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful for this conversation. I'm grateful that we were able to share this energy, this positivity, this connection. Um, I'm grateful that our past has brought us to our future and I can't, or, or to this present moment. And I can't wait to see what our future holds. Um, my friend, I am thankful for you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, ladies, that's going to do it for today's episode. And I will catch you all on the next episode of the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Gentlemen, your support is greatly appreciated. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with someone that can hear this message. Reach out to us at www.thegentlemansatlas.com and tell us what you enjoyed and what topics you'd like to see. See you on the next episode of the Gentleman's Atlas podcast.